Welcome you guys to Grace and Mercy Good Friday. Let us come together and worship God on this evening. And this is a more somber service that we have each and every year. And just as the last moments of Jesus' life, they were filled with anguish, with betrayal, with abandonment. They were filled with mockery and torture and ultimately crucifixion and death. This is what our Savior endured for us. We get to remember the cross and the moments that lead up to the cross where Jesus went willingly for us to die for you and for me, to sacrifice his life so that we may find our own life in him. He died that we may live and have life eternal. This evening, let us spend some time looking at the last moments of Jesus' life, looking at the cross. And even in these last moments, I want us to be reminded of something. That final week, Jesus was anointed with an alabaster jar of ointment. A woman, Mary Magdalene, came in and poured out a year's worth of wages onto his feet, washed his feet with her tears and with her hair. And there was so much perfume that this smell would have been with Jesus even at his death. It's not only the smell, but this smell would have been given him the strength to endure what he had to go through. But the fact is, is that this woman was a sinner. A sinner like you and me. And it is the sweet smell of a sinner who is redeemed by Jesus. And as we get to this place, we can remember the sweet smell of God's grace for us. For us, just lowly sinners, and during these moments as we look at the cross together. Okay, now let's go. i 
And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? Jesus was praying in the garden. He was in such mental and physical and spiritual anguish that he would have been sweating drops of blood. He had this simple request of his friends that they just watch and that they pray with him, but they wouldn't. They valued sleep more than the request of Jesus in this great hour of his need. And yet, Jesus was praying. We have a couple records of what Jesus praying, but he was asking God for us. For us to follow him and for God to keep us safe in his arms. He asked that this cup might be removed from him, but Jesus, in the midst of his prayers, was willing to do whatever it was that God asked him to do, even to endure death on a cross. The sweet smell of sinners and sinners being redeemed allowed him to keep in this prayer, to persist in it. When he first started sweating blood, he never gave up. He kept speaking to God about you and about me. He knew the reward that was for him in these moments of agony, knowing that we would uh, worship him today and be help to him to get through these moments. It wasn't easy for Jesus. The pain, the isolation, the abandonment that he felt he was feeling far more real than we can dream or imagine. But that sweet smell, that sweet smell of sinners redeemed, kept him in his prayers. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength. Watch and pray, find me in thy all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. And melt the heart of stone. 
When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley. There came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray me, the son of man, with a kiss? After Jesus was praying, he got up to meet his betrayers. His time had come. He was going to obey the Father no matter what. Here he was met in the middle of the night, in secret, even though he'd been out in public all week, because the cowards would not arrest him in the daylight. And this band was led by Judas, one of Jesus' own 12 disciples, one of his inner circle, one who Jesus would have just earlier that night, washed his feet. One of his chosen ones betrayed him with a kiss as he arranged the life of Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. For just a little bit of money, Judas handed over Jesus to those who sought to kill him, as if money could be somehow better than Jesus. See, Jesus could have called down a legion of angels to rescue him. But he was prepared to endure what was ahead of him. He counted the cost and he found that we were worthy and worth more than 30 pieces of silver. We were worth his life. If that meant that we would be with him forever, he could hold on in those moments. He could go out to face his accusers, this band of thugs, and trust God in these moments and the moments to come. He did this for you, and he did this for me. He thought of us in the sweet smell of sinners being redeemed by his blood.
I tempted and trial you were human the word became flesh for my sin and death now you're Now the chief priest and the whole council were seeking false testimony against Jesus that they might put him to death, but they found none, though many false witnesses came forward. And that night, Jesus stood and was mocked and endured false trials with false witnesses by rulers who were not as great as him. The religious Rulers of the day were at odds with Jesus because Jesus could not be and would not be controlled by them. They didn't like that the, the people, the common everyday people that just um, looked at Jesus and they would knew that they would follow Jesus' rule, that there was something about him where people would have worshipped him, but they would no longer follow the rulers of that day. They were going to lead Jesus to a false trial with trumped-up charges. They wanted Jesus dead so that they can maintain and keep their power. They had no idea about the power that stood before them in the man, Jesus Christ. They sent Jesus around to be and rushed through these fake trials before all the leaders of that region, and no one could find anything true false that was truly false about Jesus but because of their fear fear of loss of power loss of control they subjected Jesus to this false trial they made a mockery out of justice and Jesus endured it he kept his mouth shut he didn't defend himself he didn't need to he knew his purpose even during the trial, there would have been hints of this smell coming up from his feet. The joy of those who find him and are willing to give everything to follow him. This sweet smell of sinners redeemed allowed him to endure these trials. Man of sorrows Lamb of God, by his own betrayed, the sin of man and 
Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on Jesus' head and arrayed him in a purple robe. And they came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him with their hands. The chance of crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. When earlier in the week, there would have been a people waving palm branches and cheering his name, Jesus, Jesus, we love you. And yet beatings and further mockery were to follow this. A crown of thorns was formed for Jesus. A fake crown for the real king of kings. And they shoved it on his head. And then they made him wear a purple robe. And purple was significant because it was the color of royalty and wealth. And they put it on him. And the soldiers bowed down and mocked him, making fun of Jesus. Hail, King of the Jews! Here I am to serve you, your royal highness. He was flogged. He was beaten. And yet, no angel armies came out. Jesus was the leader of the angel's army, and he held them back. He was innocent. He was an innocent sheep being led to the slaughter. And it's important that we understand this, that he did it willingly. He wasn't under compulsion or obligation. He did it for the sake of love, because he loves us. He was pure, and he wants us to be pure. He was innocent, and he wants us to be innocent as well. It says in Hebrews that it was for the joy that was set before him that Jesus endured the cross and despised the shame. It was for the sweet smell of sinners like you and me that we would be redeemed that allowed him to endure this beating. Son, no sin too high. You have sent him from your side to walk upon this guilty sod and to become the Lamb of God, Lamb of God. 
sweet Lamb of God. I love the Holy Lamb of God. Wash me in His precious blood. My Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Your gift of love, they crucified. And laughed and scorned him as he died the humble king they named a frog and sacrificed the lamb of god lamb of god sweet lamb of god i love the holy lamb of god wash me Over his head, they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. After the beating, Jesus was made to carry his own cross to Golgotha. And Golgotha means the place of the skull, where he was to be crucified. His crossbeam was too heavy after the beating, and in fact, a man named Simon was selected from the crowd to help Jesus carry it to the place he was to be crucified. Jesus wasn't, wasn't to be crucified alone, but there were two other men with him. Both these men were robbers and thieves, and justice was truly served out with them. But then there was Jesus, hung on a cross, with two sinners, one of whom at least we know, had to Jesus a sweet smell about them worth saving. Uh-huh. 
then Jesus was crucified nails in his hands sword in his side they gambled for his clothes the sky went black and the earth shook and we have seven recordings of what was said to Jesus or said by Jesus in those last moments Luke 23, 34 says, And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And Jesus said this to the man on the cross. And Jesus said to him, Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. And Jesus, in caring for his friends and his family, in John 19, it says, When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to his disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Then Matthew and Mark both record, This saying of Jesus, in about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Lemai, Lemai, Lemai Sabachthani. And that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then after this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, to fulfill the scriptures, he said, I thirst. And when Jesus had received the sour wine that they gave him after he said this, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed. His last. On a hill called Calvary stands an endless mercy tree. Every broken, weary soul finds. Stripes of blood that stained its frame Shed to wash away our shame From his scars, here 
love's release, salvation by the mercy tree. In a spot between two blameless prince of peace beaten battered scarred and scorned sacred head pierced by our thorns it is finished was his cry the perfect lamb was crucified Our victory, our Savior chose the mercy tree. Hope went dark that violent day. The whole earth quaked at love's display. Three days silent in the body born for heaven's crown. Those who saw this thought Jesus' story was finished. This looked like the end. But amidst all the violence, the sweet smell remained. 